This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio with guest host Jane Brown. Do you feel the calling to find out where your family tree originates? You've probably noticed the increase in advertising in recent years for online ancestry sites, along with the technology which can determine from your DNA from which part of the world you originate, your ancestors originate. Is this something that interests us as we age? Do you have a personal experience with this you'd like to share? 416-360-0740-1866-740-4740. Leslie Anderson with Ancestry.ca joins us on the line to talk about some of the newest technological developments and our interest in discovering our roots. Thanks for joining us, Leslie. Good afternoon. Why this increased interest or this apparent increased interest in discovering who we are and where we come from? Well, I believe that uh, with, the, with the Internet and everything becoming easily available and easily researchable, um, people are, are discovering that their family information perhaps could be online. They want to participate in that and put up their own family tree and make it accessible wherever they are in the world, and they want to share that information with the extended family that perhaps could be anywhere in the world as well. So I also think a lot of it has to do with we're interested in our health, um, and certainly are, are there any, are there any um, indications or any traditions in the family health-wise as well as just getting to know uh, our family areas that they came from so that we can travel and visit. So it's sort of all come together in this perfect storm and a perfect marriage of research and science now that can allow us to research our family tree. And well, not only that, uh, travel is so much more accessible for people than it was decades ago. Exactly. I had the opportunity uh, last summer of going to the birthplace of my fourth great-grandfather in Ireland, south of Belfast, and that was a pretty special experience to be able to stand in a place where your ancestors have stood and to have been able to gather that knowledge through family trees online like Ancestry.ca to find that out. Yes, exactly. And so many of us want to feel connected. I guess family has changed as well, as you mentioned, over the years. And, and it really is important to sort of walk the land where your ancestors came from and maybe connect with living cousins so that you can do that together. Sites like Ancestry.ca, and there are others as well, uh, require you to buy a membership and then start entering family information to see if it connects with other family trees. Explain to us, uh, for those who have not done it, what the process is like. Is it time-consuming? Is it frustrating? Or do you almost right away, are you able to connect some puzzle pieces? Well, first of all, um, it's sort of a misunderstanding uh, that you need to be a paying subscriber of Ancestry in order to start your family tree. Uh, You do not. It's a totally free service that we provide, 
and we are really making it as easy as possible to, for you to go up to the website at Ancestry.ca, start a new tree, and put the information in about yourself and about your family and your family going back to your parents and, and so on and keep going backwards with the information that you've gathered. You can scan pictures in with your, with your scanner that you've probably got now attached to your computer or create stories and attach those to your tree. And then you can share that information with other family members by inviting them to come and see the tree. And again, you don't need to be a paying subscriber. And another a real issue is privacy and um, worrying about putting up uh, your, your tree publicly. And I'd like to reassure everybody that we have algorithms or, you know, technology that erases any living information of you and your children and any family members that are living so that you can see it, but no, I wouldn't be able to find you in the records. I wouldn't be able to find your tree or connect it to your children or any living family members because it's all obliterated it says living unless you decide to invite someone to your tree you can you can say i'd like you to also see the living information um so it is very easy to do we're we're really um making it easier and easier to to allow this to happen and then of course ancestry has partnerships with archives and societies and libraries all over the world and through those partnerships we have records that we can digitize and index which makes them easily searchable and that is what you need your subscription price for uh, we have lots of free information as well on ancestry so i mean you could try and see what you can and attach it easily to your tree um, i do think however that um, you know, you might need a little hand-holding, and if that's the case, then we have tutorials and videos and and uh, even people that can help you online through our customer service to, to really get you uh, started and, and help you with developing your family tree and doing the research and finding the subscription that's uh, best for you. There's a lot of excitement in being able to find information that uh, comes as a surprise, uh, comes as a delight. Uh, my, it, it actually, I've found out most of my family heritage through my sister, um, who has a degree in curatorial fine arts. So she, you know, she's interested in this type of thing. She has the patience. She has the education. Uh, she emailed us one night to say that she'd found, and this was on another line of the family tree because it ends up looking like a spider web, yeah. that she had found the holy grail of family ancestry that we are linked to the Mayflower that came over to North America in 1620. All right. And she was just beside herself with excitement. And I, I can, you know, I can just imagine once you've started finding the puzzle pieces, and she's been doing this for ages, uh, when, you f when you come across information like that, it's just mind-blowing, to say the least. Well, I think um, I totally agree. I started, I've been doing my tree since I was a teenager, and I've been doing it for over 40 years. And we used to have to struggle with it. We used to have, it was a big, time-consuming hobby. But um, now you can really literally build a five-generation tree with the, with the uh, online accessible uh, historical documents, as well as connecting with people who have also done the family tree. And, and 
you can now do it within within a week of of sketching out your tree but of course once you get into it you you get brick walls there are questions there are there are events in the family that might have been covered up and and that's where a new technology the the DNA is uh, coming in to to help us find living relatives and helps connect either confirm our research that you've been spending you know time doing and making sure that it's correct you're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio with guest host Jane Brown. We're talking about tracing our family trees in the Zoomer years and our interest, our increased interest in recent years in doing so. We're speaking with Leslie Anderson from Ancestry.ca. Uh, Leslie, pick up where you left off there about the exciting new advances in DNA technology. Well, family history is really in our DNA, and because we all have DNA, and it's the genetic code that tells your body how you are built. And you inherit half your DNA from your parents, so 50% from your mom, 50% from your dad, and so on. And they inherited 50% and so on. And believe it or not, um, a little tiny bit of DNA can be passed down to you from your great grand, you know, five times great grandparents. And Ancestry has a, a test, which is an autosomal DNA test, which makes uh, men and women, um, allows them to do the, the test, a saliva test. And um, it, we examine that code for clues about your family history. And so really what you get out of that test is whether you're male or female, we, we can give you confident results that within five, six generations that you should be able to connect with living cousins that have a common, a common connection to your common five, six great times grandparents. So this can help you, as I mentioned before, confirm your research or perhaps find a whole other branch of the family that, you know, a hundred years ago might have been forgotten, might have had a a female or a male, um, you know, leave the family or black sheep or adoptions or, or, you know, even even illegitimacies and things like that, that you can show up and, and it, can, it can connect you with, through that DNA to your living cousins. How do you break it down? How do you break mm-hmm. down where, all the different pieces of where you've come from? Like, what does it look like when you send back the results of the saliva test? Yeah, so when you, and by the way, the saliva, the saliva that you provide is a very small sample. It's about a quarter of a teaspoon that you spit into into a little test tube, and you, it is a secret number. It is, uh, the chain of custody doesn't ever get back to you and your information. In the lab, you are only known as a number, and so the privacy is very much protected. Um, and so that goes into the lab and they analyze it. And then when you get your results back, they come online. So they come when you log in with your email. And again, you don't need to be a paying subscriber of Ancestry. I'll talk a little bit more about that, but um, but you, through your DNA results, you get two aspects of the report. One is your ethnicity, which is your pie chart that you were mentioning. You get to see 
the unique ethnic origins that you have because we compare your profile to distinct genetic profiles for over 26 regions around the world. And finding similarities will give us a percentage of where you came from genetically, going back not in the, not just the genealogical time frame of five to six generations that I was talking about, but thousands of years. So you might think, okay, well, my, my people were in Ireland, and uh, I, I'm pretty sure I'm all Irish. But, you know, a thousand years ago, where did those Irish people come from? Well, it was probably, you know, Western Europe. You might have a genetic makeup of Great Britain, Western Europe, Eastern Europe. You might get Iberian coast. And, and so that's the fun thing about the DNA test that uh, we are constantly um, refining and making these regions and these control groups uh, that we use to use your genetic comparison to better and better. And so that is one aspect of the, of the DNA results that you'll get. The other aspect is, I think, is the amazing and finding, finding out living relatives that are based on whether they're fourth cousins or closer. We will tell you, are they close family? Are they cousins, first cousins, second cousins, third cousins? or fourth cousins, and then you can contact them to see exactly how you are connected. Um, certainly the, the closer cousins you should contact first, but if you do have an ancestry subscription, you can utilize um, more benefits of, of the full benefits of having your DNA comparisons and and analysis of your DNA because if you put up your tree and attach it to your you and your DNA results and they've put up a tree we can even point you to where we think your connection is without any brain work at all without any further research doing we can say you know that the amount of DNA that you have that is common with this fourth cousin or maybe even seventh cousin it's because we believe it's your uh, five times great-grandparent, wow. and these are the people that connect in your tree. Fascinating. And you've sparked a lot of interest on the phones here, Leslie. 416-360-0740, 740 Let's get to our Zoomer radio listeners. Henry and Hamilton, go ahead. You're next. Yeah, hello, Jane. Yeah, you've got an interesting program. I want to make a short remark. I found my family after 40 years overnight on the internet tell us more yeah and uh, it's unbelievable today because of the internet and what people may or may not realize you have a genealogy society virtually every country everywhere and i also belong to the jewish uh, genealogy society in in hamilton and again two of his people being lost after the war right uh, you know two on families but it's amazing. And we also had a gentleman speaking from this from this DNA group that you're talking about right now. Yeah. Uh, Henry, how does this make you feel at this point in your life to make that discovery? Oh, unbelievable. My God, I, I thought they were all perished and they all died right. and came, you know, whatever. 
But uh, like I said, it took me a long time. I wondered all my life what happened to the rest of my family. That's oh. wonderful news. Thanks yeah, for calling okay. in with that. Yeah, thanks very much. Yeah. That's a nice story. I guess you hear a lot of those, Leslie. Well, we do. And in particular, with the Jewish society that we're, uh, Ancestry has, has dedicated um, a portion of the Jewish uh, records to be available for free on Ancestry. And yes, we hear this all the time. We're very, very proud and happy to be able to facilitate the trees. We have over 80 million family trees with millions of records, um, stories, images that you can tap into if you, if you try Ancestry. Let's go to Patrick in Toronto. You have a comment about family history? Yes, I've kind of discovered uh, genealogy back in the 70s and have been working on it ever since. And I've got 14,000 names in my database right now. Wow. And uh, five and a half thousand of them are direct blood relatives. Wow. And uh, I have found that uh, Facebook has facilitated the uh, research for uh, quite a number of uh, branches of uh, my mother's family that I'm working on. And uh, I just did this DNA thing and uh, got the results back, and they were as kind of expected, um, going back uh, probably thousands of years, like you mentioned. But uh, I would rather have have also received something a little bit more uh, recent uh, as uh, pointing to, say, Scotland and France uh, exactly. Uh, but this uh, still is quite uh, quite the solution. It, well, it certainly is. I think is. that's wonderful. Have you connected with any living DNA cousins uh, that uh, perhaps have helped you uh, confirm your family history research? Oh, the, the two that I received um, were already in my database. Oh, great, though. That's good. What a great that story. Means you, your research was correct. Um, I want to mention this further whittling down and the further technology that we are going to be releasing fairly shortly. You keep your eye on this. But as you said, it takes you back thousands of years in the ethnicity, and uh, we are offering this new analysis through massive amounts of uh, the trees and the, and the DNA results that uh, we can compare you to, and it's called communities. So, for example, um, you know, my husband's line is, I, he, we have documented Irish uh, in his line, yet it didn't come up very strong that he was Irish. However, in this new technology that Ancestry will be releasing, it's something called communities, and he can see exactly where in Ireland, based on this analysis, uh, that uh, his DNA matches are in. Wow. So, so it will tie you into a specific community mm-hmm. within Ireland. So it could, it's Northern Ireland in his case, but I've seen Munster Irish, and then we'll give you a little history about different time frames and the migration patterns of that Munster Irish. Okay, let's try to get to one more question here. Before we have to say goodbye, Leslie, we could talk all afternoon. Oh, okay. <laughs> Judith in Toronto, go ahead. You're our last call here for today. Oh, good. Um, well, I have a question for Leslie. Um, this is not as straightforward as the stuff she's been talking about. Seven years ago, my husband, age 70, 
discovered that his father isn't his father. Um, it turned out that there were a few people around at the time who, who also knew this, including his mother. Um, she's dead now. And all the people associated are dead. His mother married his not-father when she was, I think, eight months pregnant. Uh-huh. So everybody who, who had anything to do, they're all dead. They're all kind of, you know, they, were, they would have been in their 90s, and they're all dead. And it matters a lot um, to him. our family, to my family, to right. his family, to our children and our children's children that okay. we can't find out. Uh, let's get Leslie to quickly answer yeah, this. And I, I literally best... have less than a minute, Leslie, okay. less than a minute. I think the best thing to do for anybody like that or anybody who's interested is to take the DNA test, Do have him do it. It doesn't matter if they're 90 and dead. Uh, it means that that may show up in the living cousins that's there. And I'm happy to say that we have 15% off for, uh, for the upcoming St. Patrick's Day. So go up to Ancestry, order your DNA kit for $109. It's on special. And uh, you can order, uh, try and get, you know, as many uh, people tested as, as you can in your family. And you may be very surprised by the results. Leslie, thanks for your time today. Fascinating. Thank you. Leslie Anderson from Ancestry.ca. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.